Happy Birthday, Mr. President is a production of Big Four Enterprises, copyright 2020. I'm your host, Jeff Myers. And I'm your co-host, Carissa Slate. Our creative director is Shelby Myers, and our senior writer is Evan Myers. This is Happy Happy Birthday, birthday, Mr. Mr. President. Hey, Carissa, you are sitting six feet away from me, right? Yes. Yes, okay. Approximately. Approximately, because this is a... Do we call this a coronavirus special on Happy Birthday, Mr. President? I think we should. I don't know. We probably should. Well, we are celebrating today a birthday of a president that I would probably have to say is my second favorite. Oh, okay. It is the 277th birthday of Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson. Second to Reagan? Second, for me, second to Reagan. Yeah, okay. I think so. I think so. He was born on April 13th, 1743 in Shadwell in Virginia. Okay. And I think back then Shadwell was like the name of the house or the plantation that his dad owned. Oh, okay. And uh, and Thomas Jefferson was the third president of the United States. Okay. Yes. yes. Early guy. Yeah. And um, to talk a little bit about his, his early life, um, I'm going to kind of jump right to college. Okay. <laughs> Did he go to college? He did. Did he, he went, graduate and he then did. become a lawyer? He did. <laughs> he did all of the above. <laughs> yes, he was. He went to the College of William and Mary in Williamsburg, okay. Virginia. Which, it's a fun place. Which we have visited, uh-huh. yes. And um, while he was there, he was, you know, he's actually a very good student. He played the violin and he would go to the governor's palace mm-hmm. and he would play the violin. So he was uh, in... In front of all these very influential political people yeah. and everything. So, and you're right. He studied law and he passed the bar in 1767 when he was 24 years old. Okay. That's a more appropriate age though. It is. Yeah. Because you would think that, yeah, he kind of got through undergrad college yeah. and then he went to law school. Of course, they didn't go to law school. They like studied law right. under a lawyer, that sort of thing. So, um, did you know he was six foot two inches tall oh wow really he was no. a tall dude and he had red hair did he, he really? he had red hair i didn't know now, that now you see you see pictures they're not really pictures he must they're... always have a hat on in his and like the paintings in and the portraits. paintings well they had a white wig on oh but underneath the white wig was, was red hair ginger he was a ginger okay. yeah i wonder if he was the only the only ginger president that's a fun fact that's, we should look up that's a Do fun fact checking. yes yes uh, he he built his home. He one of the things he really liked was architecture. I was going to say he was like an architect. Wasn't and he, he yes, an mm-hmm. architect and an inventor. And he built his home, which he called Monticello mm-hmm. or Monticello. I call it Monticello. Yeah. I think I think my mom used to call it Monticello. Monticello. And actually, when I was a kid, uh-huh. our family took a trip, a vacation, and we visited there. Oh, really? So That's I, cool. So I have been there to yeah. Thomas Jefferson's home. Um. He married a woman, Martha Wales Skelton, and she was a widow when mm-hmm. he married her on January 1st, 1772, and he was 28 years old. Okay. And uh, they had they had six children. Okay. Four of their children died before mm. they were three years old. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they had two, died in infancy yeah. and everything. And Martha died... September 6th of 1782, and she was only 34 years old. How did she die? 
natural causes. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how she. They died. didn't know, huh? Um, they probably yeah. bled her. <laughs> they probably did. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty-three. Okay. She was 30, 34. Well, 34, 34. 34 years old. Well, a lot of people know Thomas Jefferson as one of our founding fathers. Mm-hmm. And he was a delegate to the Second Continental Congress in 1775. And he was 32 years old. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I've always wondered. He's like, how old were these? Because yeah. he was with, he served with people like Patrick Henry, John Adams, Samuel Adams, John Hancock, and Benjamin yeah. Franklin. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are all names that everybody's familiar with. Uh, and he was 32 years old in 1775. And that's the same year he wrote the Declaration of Independence. Oh, okay. And it took him 17 days to write the Declaration of Independence. And when, really? he, when he was done, he was so proud of what he would, had written. And then he submitted it to Congress, and they had a lot of edits that they yeah. wanted to do. And it kind of ticked him off. Yeah. Uh, but um, so uh, he was also the governor of Virginia. And mm-hmm. he was elected there in uh, 1779, and he was 36 years old. He was the minister to France. He spent five years in France. And he toured, uh, he traveled extensively while he was in Europe. Mm-hmm. He went to Italy. He went to England. He met King George III. Um, he went to, uh, well, of course, he's in France. So he lived in France for he those... He lived okay. in France, yes. Okay. He was the minister to France. Okay. And, yeah, that was a political appointment. Well, when he got back from that, uh, he got word that he was uh, had been named Secretary of State oh. under President George Washington. Okay. So he's age he's forty six years old and he's the Secretary of the State, and the treasure Secretary of the Treasury was a guy named Alexander Hamilton, mm-hmm. which we know, and Thomas Jefferson and Alexander Hamilton hated each other. Oh, did they really? They were complete opposites because. Uh, Thomas Jefferson, his political philosophy was very much about liberty mm-hmm. and freedom, mm-hmm. uh, especially freedom of religion, freedom of speech, the Bill of Rights, all those freedoms that we have. Uh, whereas Alexander Hamilton, not so much those things, but Alexander Hamilton was of the opinion that there should be a ruling class of people. Oh, okay. And actually, almost to the point of making George Washington king. Oh. And so... Apparently, in the cabinet meetings, mm-hmm. Thomas Jefferson and Alexander Hamilton were always bickering with each other, going back and forth. Mm-hmm. And it really frustrated President George Washington. Yeah. And it eventually led to the two-party political system. Okay. That's what I was... Yeah. Bipartisan, sounds like. Exactly. Yeah. And it was, George Washington hated that because mm-hmm. he felt that it would divide the nation. But, yeah, so... You have to, if people wonder, well, when did we get to this two-party political system? Very you got to go on. all the way back to Thomas Jefferson. Mm-hmm. And then he was vice president under John Adams. Okay. So uh, then came around the election of 1800. And he, back then, uh, there was no popular vote. There were electoral votes. Mm-hmm. And in the election of 1800, Aaron Burr and Thomas Jefferson each had 73 electoral votes, so they were tied. And John Adams actually had, he had a few votes. He was the incumbent, but didn't get very many. Yeah. So how they decided the election back then is that they did a duel. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Oh, gosh. (laughs) I'm kidding. 
I would have believed you. <laughs> I did believe you. Aaron Burr was in a duel with Alexander right. Hamilton later, and yeah. he shot first and killed Alexander Hamilton. Now, when the election was tied, it would go to the House of Representatives, and it took the House of Representatives 35 votes. They voted 35 times, and they kept tying, kept tying, oh, kept really? tying, kept tying. And finally, they elected... Thomas Jefferson, the third president of the United States. Wow. So he was 57 years old when he was elected president. Okay. And he was the first president of the United States to be inaugurated in Washington, D.C. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the elect, you said electoral vote. So there was no popular vote. So like the people did not have any say. It was just the electoral college. There were. Or a, did. There was the electoral college, which was established in the Constitution. Mm-hmm. And that's how they elected the president. So did the yeah. Electoral College take insight from the public? I would or? I would have to say that, yeah, yeah. they did. Uh, because, it, you know, they're, the, Thomas Jefferson was known as a man of the people. Yeah. So he was very popular with the people. Mm-hmm. And they would tell their uh, people that were appointed to the Electoral College. And I don't know how that works. Yeah. I need to, I probably should know how that works, but I don't. <laughs> uh, but it did, uh, the tie did lead to the passage of the 12th Amendment of the Constitution mm-hmm. in 1804. Okay. Uh, so to to prevent those sorts of things. Yeah. Well, during his first term, uh, some of the things that he had to deal with were the Barbary Wars mm-hmm. in the Mediterranean Sea. Okay. And what that was is that you had U.S. ships that were trying to sail into the Mediterranean, but they would have to. They were getting stopped and hijacked by pirates. By pirates, yeah. And they would say, "You have to pay us money," or mm-hmm. they called it a tribute, mm-hmm. uh, to be able to to sail. And Thomas Jefferson gets elected president, and he said, that's a bunch of BS. We're stopping that. Mm-hmm. He was the first president of the United States to send American troops to foreign soil. Oh, okay. And so we we won that. Yeah. And the Battle Hymn of the Republic, mm-hmm. that song, uh, from the halls of Montezuma to the shores of Tripoli, yeah. Tripoli, Libya, that's oh, where that came from. okay. The Barbary Wars, yeah. Interesting. Yes. Um, another thing that happened during his first term was the Louisiana Purchase. Okay. And it doubled the United That's States. Was, yeah. We bought we bought the Louisiana Purchase, all that land, for $15 million. Mm-hmm. That's that was about insane. three cents an acre. Yeah. It was... Yeah. What a bargain. Yeah. What a bargain. Really? Yeah. Even for then. And the Lewis and Clark Expedition, mm-hmm. when they left St. Louis to go to the west and find the Pacific. That started uh, when President uh, Thomas Jefferson, and the budget for that was $2,500. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, I don't know. Do time value of money. Yeah. How much is that worth? So, uh, he did get reelected in 1804, mm-hmm. and he defeated a guy named Charles Pinckney, and his vice president was George Clinton. Okay. And I think George Clinton... Uh, he wasn't he was he related to Bill Clinton? I don't know. That's what I was going to ask you. Is there I, any I don't, I don't long know. descendants? Yeah. So. Well, let's do a couple of uh, true and false questions here. Okay. All right. Okay. So here's a here's a true or false question. So true or false? Uh, when he was minister to France, mm-hmm. Thomas Jefferson brought back to the United States broccoli. False. That's actually true. Is it? He, so broccoli and also ice cream. Vanilla ice cream he did. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. So who do you want if you if you have kids and, and they don't like broccoli, who do you blame? 
Thomas, Thomas Jefferson. Jefferson. Really? Broccoli wasn't in Broccoli. America, huh? Yeah. Interesting. All right. Here's another question. True or false? Thomas Jefferson was the first president of the United States to shake hands instead of bowing to people as a form of greeting. True. That is true. That's cool. That is true. He was the first to do that. Yeah. Now, I think that somebody, Dr. Fauci, would probably advise Thomas Jefferson to not shake hands. <laughs> no, no right? handshaking right now, please. No handshaking. <laughs> so, all right. Last true or false question. Thomas Jefferson invented the machine that makes macaroni. That makes macaroni? Yes. True. That is true. He was like a foodie. He was a foodie? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, he actually was a really smart guy, a, yeah. an inventor. So, like I said, he liked architecture. Mm -hmm. um, he he uh, he contributed to the development of of plows, mm -hmm. you know, for uh, breaking up soil. The polygraph lie detector. No way. Yeah, I I don't know how he did it, but yeah. Have you ever heard of a dumb waiter? A dumb waiter. Yeah, it was uh, a way to uh, move food. Um, basically, if the kitchen was on the basement and then the dining room was on the oh, upstairs. Oh, like a, yes. Like a, yeah. an elevator kind of yeah. thing. Thomas Jefferson invented the dumbwaiter. Probably for his ice cream. For his ice cream, uh -huh. yeah. Because they, had... they had to keep the ice cream in a special area. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Revolving chairs. So I'm sitting in a revolving you chair are. right now. And that is an invention of Thomas Jefferson. Well, he was... You know, doing all his presidential work, he had to go from this desk to this. He was desk. just like pivoting. Yeah, they're evolving. People chair. could see us right now. We're <laughs> yeah, and a pedometer. Thomas Jefferson really? invented a pedometer. Okay, because he had to get his steps in. You yeah. know, because his Apple Watch would tell him it's time to stand. I don't think the ten thousand recommendation was back then, <laughs> but that's yeah. cool. Yeah. So Thomas Jefferson. Was was quite an inventor. He wrote twenty thousand letters mm -hmm. in his lifetime. Wow! So he was a prolific writer. In fact, he was probably a better writer than he was a, a speaker. Mm -hmm. So, um, and of course, we know that it's Thomas Jefferson that is on the nickel and also the two dollar bill. Mm -hmm. So, now let's talk about this lady. Her name is Sally Hemings. Yes. So I have some questions. Ask some questions about Sally. So Sally. Did, so Thomas Jefferson met Sally while he was in France. Is that correct? I'm not sure where they met. I think they met in France okay. because she was a domestic servant okay. at his residence in okay. France. Okay. So she was free. She had her freedom. She was free. Yes. She was, um, she, her, I think her father was white because that's another oh, side. Like her father was wow. white and her mother was black. Okay. So Sally was a domestic servant, and then she and Thomas Jefferson developed this relationship while they were there. Yes, they were very close. Yes, and she bartered with him and said that she would go back to Monticello with him as a, as a slave. As a slave? If, Wait, what? Yes, if he would promise to give her extraordinary privileges wow. and grant her kids their freedom. Is that right? Yes. So that, do you think that's why people then thought that she was Jefferson's slave mistress at Monticello? Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes, because she basically, uh, so there had to have been a close relationship because she had her freedom in Paris. Wow. Yeah. And then. So there's a real that. question. Was Thomas Jefferson 
the father of Sally's four children. I think he was. You think he was? I think he was. Oh, my yes. goodness. Well, I don't know if you knew this, but they did a DNA test mm-hmm. in 1998. Okay. And they proved that it was a Jefferson. Could okay. have been could have been a cousin to Thomas Jefferson. Okay. Who was father to at least one of Sally's kids. Huh. Could have been Thomas. Could have been one of his cousins. Okay. So there was a DNA yes. test that was done in 1990. So 19- it definitely was Jefferson blood. There was Jefferson blood. So, huh. yeah. That's interesting. Sally Hemings. How yes. about that? So side note of Sally Hemings. Okay. So okay. this is where it gets kind of crazy. Okay. So Jefferson's wife, Martha. Yes. Her father... Yeah. Had an affair with his slave who was Sally Hemings' mother. Oh my goodness. So Martha and Sally were half sisters. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. So if that had come out in the media. Oh my gosh. Do you think you he imagine? would have been reelected president? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe if he owned it. I don't know. <laughs> I do know that Thomas Jefferson had a very bad opinion of the press of the media mm -hmm. back then Mm -hmm. uh he said it was a necessary part of our democracy but there was it was uh ripe with um uh uh, what's what's the word i'm thinking of corruption yeah basically telling false stories and things like fake news fake news yeah (laughs) exactly so sally hemmings is a is a very interesting character yes in the uh, in the history of our uh, of our nation yeah. with our third president of the United and States. And also just crazy to me that she I mean she was still a servant, but she had her freedom and she gave that up that, to go to America with him. Well, I wonder if people felt so strongly about the new new world, new America. Yeah. And and this this crazy experiment of a of a democratic republic yeah. that we form a government that mm-hmm. existed nowhere else in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, after Thomas Jefferson retired from uh, being president of the United States, uh, one of the things that he he did that he was very proud of was he founded the University of Virginia in mm-hmm. 1825. Okay. And that was actually yeah one of the one of his proudest yeah. achievements. Mm-hmm. Um, as I recall too, he was really good friends. With uh, James Madison, mm-hmm. and James Madison was one, also one of the co-founders of University of Virginia. So, yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah, uh, Thomas Jefferson had a very extensive library. He had sixty-five hundred volumes in his library. Wow! And he actually sold that to the library to help form the Library of Congress. Oh, that's cool! And it was also to pay off debts because he he accumulated a lot of debt over really? his lifetime. Yeah, so. Yeah, and he died on July 4th, 1826. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a very significant date mm-hmm. because that was the 50th anniversary of the Declaration of Independence. And from the way the story goes, he would he was feeling really sick, and he yeah. knew he was getting ready to die. And it was July 3rd, mm-hmm. my birthday, uh-huh. <laughs> July 3rd, and he would keep asking his, his servant, what day is it? What day is it? And they say it's July third, and it was like he was hanging on. Yeah. And then when he knew it was July fourth of eighteen twenty six, that's when he died. The interesting thing too is that is the exact same day that John Adams died. Oh, really? The exact same day. Yes. So 
Thomas Jefferson was 83 years old when he died. Wow. And John Adams was 90 years old. Wow. Now, the interesting thing is that John Adams' last words were, at least Thomas Jefferson lives on. <gasps> no, they weren't. Are yes. you serious? But the, ir- the ironic thing was is that Thomas Jefferson had already died. They and didn't John know John Adams that. didn't know. Because nobody sent them a text. <laughs> They didn't get the Zoom they didn't get the they didn't get the Zoom notification. No, oh so. gosh! Yeah, so that I, I think just think that's really interesting that you know here are two of our nation's founding fathers, Thomas Jefferson and John Adams, died on the same day, July fourth, eighteen twenty six, the fiftieth anniversary of the Declaration of Independence. That is, it is just yeah. a very interesting thing. And Thomas Jefferson is buried at his home, Monticello, in mm-hmm. Virginia. Mm-hmm. This is the 277th birthday of Thomas Jefferson. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Mr. Mr. President. President. Well, thank you all for listening. Stay safe, wash your hands, don't go anywhere, and we hope you'll join us for our next episode as we celebrate the birthday of yet another president.